this is the Catalyst Podcast, Food for the Journey. Season 2, Episode 6, How to Understand Pricing in Business. Hi, I'm Michael and welcome back to the Catalyst Podcast. So we've got something really special today. I'm excited about it, something very specific. So Hopefully you've been enjoying the first five episodes in season two, where we looked at success and all the different ways to set you up for success. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure to give that a listen. Today, we've got something very specific. It's all about business and I love business. So I'm, I'm really excited to be sharing something with you. So before we uh, get started into that, I'd like to say a massive thank you to our sponsor for season two, the Masterclass Sessions. So I attended a recent online Masterclass session and I thoroughly enjoyed it, got a lot out of it. And if you don't know, every month they have these fantastic world-class speakers and trainers and people, and they provide massive value on a topic, and you can go and you can spend some time with them. It gets recorded, you can watch it back. It was great. So if you check out the show notes, you'll see the next one. When I'm recording this, the next one coming up is in March. And if you listen to this after March, um, you can still click on the link and watch the recordings. So I'd like to thank Rachel, my friend Rachel, for this suggestion for this topic. She said, you know what, Mike? I really feel, she knows a lot of business people, she said, I really feel a lot of people could benefit from this. So if you're sat here with a massive business and it's going amazingly well and you've got no problem with pricing, well done, (laughs) you've built that and I'm very impressed. This is for people who are feeling a bit uncomfortable and a bit unsure about themselves when it comes to pricing their products and their services. And equally, if you're not in business, understanding the value that you have as a human being, even if you're not in business at all, is very, very useful. So I think regardless of where you're at in business or in life, this can be helpful for you, but especially if you're feeling a bit unsure and uncomfortable. So even if you're not a business owner, you could be an employee, understanding how you actually bring value into your role and and understanding that a little bit more can hopefully be helpful for you. So problem that, and I've been through this, uh, a lot of people have is they feel uncomfortable when it comes to talking about price, price of services, price of products, um, they undercharge or they do stuff for free and they want to be making money and they want to be generating income and there's nothing wrong with that at all but it's maybe not their area of expertise maybe they're very good at what they do or maybe you're really good at what you do but when it comes to talking about price and pricing you get a bit shy and you're not very confident um, so hopefully I can help you with that because I've had to get to terms with this pretty quickly over the last few years and I've definitely been there where it's gone from not even on my radar whatsoever to a very important part of my business and of my life. So I'll tell you a bit about my story so that you know, you know, I got you back, I've been there. So my background, I was a primary school teacher. Now, as a primary school teacher, yes, you, you can apply for um, kind of like extra responsibilities and get paid for that. Not so much now. Um, but you don't really think about money. You know that you get paid a certain wage. You know, in the UK, it's something like £25,000 for a, for a year as a primary school teacher, something like that. And you get, you know, your check and it goes into your account and the tax comes out and you don't really think about it. You know your income is fixed. It's there. It's a salary. So it's not really a motivator. You know, you're there for the kids. You're there to help the children and the money comes as a result. So if you're an employee, depending on you, you know how you think about things, that's pretty much what it is, isn't it? Now, sometimes if you work harder, you can get promotions and you can do projects and commissions and absolutely there's an element of performance to it. But on the whole, for me, I didn't really think about the money. I knew I had enough money to live and pay the bills. It wasn't my main motivator. So therefore, it wasn't really on my radar and, and rightly so. But then when I left teaching, it suddenly was on my radar, right? 
I was like, okay, I've got no money coming in. I've got no salary coming in. I'm a, you know, young and fit. I don't need any benefit money or anything like that. Okay, <laughs> what am I going to do? So I've got five ways that I'd like to help you, you know, take you through kind of a bit of my story, but mainly focus on you to help you with pricing, feel more comfortable and confident and just like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. So I was very fortunate in that I listened and read to some really, really good material right at the start because I thought, I don't know anything about business. I've got these goals. I've got these skills. I want to help. I've got this vision and we're not going to go into any of that today. But in relation to price, I was like, right, um, how much do you charge? And are you a service? Are you a product? Are you a, you know, what do you do? First thing I did was I registered as a limited company, which gave me a different way of thinking about myself because it wasn't about me. My limited company, Catalos, is not me, right? So if you're registered as a sole trader, sometimes you can devalue yourself and think it's me, my little backpacker skills. When you have a limited company, it helps to keep a bit of a, a mental distance and go, I have a company, it's different. And that really helped me. So it might be something you want to look into to help you if you maybe take your business very, very personally, right? I'm not saying it's not important to you. So the first thing is I'd recommend definitely checking out this man, T. Harv Ecker. So T-H-A-R-V Ecker. And this book was fundamental in changing the way I thought about pricing and educating me very quickly. It's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. It's only short. Please read it. If you're struggling with pricing, read it. Because the main concept, there were, there were many concepts, but the main concept it really helped me to understand is this. He calls it your money blueprint. So I'm just giving a short example of this, but make sure to read the whole book because there's so much good stuff. So T. Harvecker, a multimillionaire. So you think, okay, I'll listen to what he says about making money and generating income. And he said, everybody has a money blueprint. So you know, like a blueprint for a, a building, you know, it's the it's the structures and the foundations you look at the blueprints and you can see where everything is he says everybody has a money blueprint what that means is they have a way and you'll have a way of thinking about money so for example you grow up with no money so you grow up saying things like money doesn't grow on trees there's always a lack of money right that's your money blueprint you're set to not having money now there's no personal judgment attached he's just saying that's the way people think about money and he said if you're a multimillionaire then to you, a few thousand dollars and pounds is not a lot. You're set to a higher amount, right? So that's fascinating for me because, of course, I was set. My money blueprint was £25,000 a year as a teacher. That was my money blueprint. And suddenly I had the freedom and also the responsibility that I could completely change that money blueprint. You know, I didn't have to come into my business aiming to earn the same amount, £25,000 a year. I could earn less. I could earn more. There was no limit. And so for me personally, I said it at really high amounts because I wanted to stretch myself and I didn't want to cap myself and I understood the freedom. So that might be a revelation to you listening to this today. You think, yeah, what is a lot of money to me? You know, is it a hundred pounds or dollars, a thousand, ten thousand? What he's saying, it's brilliant the way he phrases it. He says, whatever you set to earn, whatever you think is a lot, is a lot, but only to you, not necessarily to somebody else. And that's been really, really helpful for me. And I've constantly been upgrading my money blueprint thinking, okay, what do I think now? You know, four years on in business. So make sure to check out Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker. And I would start with your money blueprint. How much are you programmed to earn right now? And how much do you think is a lot? And how much do you think is not? All right. So I luckily, I, I listened to that very early on. So I, you know, I made that change mentally before I did anything kind of physically. So that was cool. The second thing is, you'll know I'm a big fan of Daniel Priestley. Just just check him out. His company, Dent, they're just brilliant. 
I'm not going to go into a lot of his material today because I'll leave it to Daniel to describe it better than I can. But the book, The Entrepreneur Revolution, again, very fortunate. I listened to this right at the start of my journey. And he helped me to understand that your products and services, they sit in an ecosystem. So without getting into too much detail, basically just think about your services and think about your products and think where are people on their journey with you? Do they know you? Do they like you? Do they trust you? Do they, what do they think about you? And he talks about as you go through building a process of value and trust, it becomes easier and easier and easier to make money, to increase your prices because you're going on a journey with people and they trust you and they like you and they've had a good time, they've had a great experience. So it becomes easier and easier and easier. And one of the things he said is a lot of people have just what he calls a core offering and that's it. So I've got this one thing, do you want it? You know, and that might be you, you think I've got this. And he said, it's not enough. An ecosystem is where lots of things live and work together. You know, you go out to a pond <laughs> traditionally, you know, that's a common ecosystem they teach children. Say, look at the frog, look at the lily pad, look at the algae, look at how it all works together. Business is the same, right? Products and services, he suggests, should work in a little ecosystem. So make sure to check that out because having the money blueprint in your mind that you set to and then having a system where you know how your stuff all works together, they're two massive kind of mental frameworks to build. And then from that, you can generate abundance. You really can. So those two are really, really worth listening to, worth reading. They're definitely worth your time. Another thing I think might help you is, now this is only very recently I read this article, and it's been something that I've been really thinking about a lot. And I think through the pandemic of the last two years, this has definitely shifted, changed, updated, upgraded, and I think it's about time. How people understand value, meaning good value, things that are valuable to them, is going through a change. And there's a fantastic article called The 30 Elements of Value by El Eric Almquist, John Senior, and Nicholas Block. And originally it was published in the Harvard Business Review. So if you Google Harvard Business Review Elements of Value, you'll see the article. Now, it's quite a long article. It goes quite in depth. If you are like some of my clients dyslexic or you don't like a big long read, there are also, what I like about it, um, infographics. So there are, there's a, a brilliant picture where they've done the uh, the elements as like a pyramid, uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean the ones at the top are the best. It's just a way of arranging it. So if you don't like reading the text, if it's not going in, just, you can just clearly see it as an image. And I love that when you can conceptualize something and go, bang, there it is. you know. And what they're talking about is they're talking about what's valuable to people is not just your bottom line, not just making profit, not just figures and facts and things like that. There's way, way more to it. And it's it could be really helpful for you because you may well, and I probably think you are, offering so much that is so valuable, but not realizing that it is. So for example, one of the things they talk about is self-transcendence. When you can help somebody to belong to something that takes them out of themselves for a little bit, you know, like if you watch a film and you pretend you're the character, you self-transcend. Now, if you can offer that through photography or through coaching or through products, that's very valuable to people and they pay good money for it, right? Another one they talk about um, is hope. Wow, that's pretty good, isn't it? You know, so if you're offering hope, maybe you're a, a personal trainer and, and actually you've helped people to believe in themselves and think they've got hope for the future, that's massively valuable. And again, people pay very good money for things that are very valuable, right? So hopefully that will help to affirm that there's so much value you can create so much value for people maybe in ways that you didn't even realize you know you say oh, that's just me that's just the way i am it's very valuable 
a lot of that is very valuable. And also the value shifting, if you want a bonus <laughs> recommendation, something to listen to or to read, Invisible Women. Now, Invisible Women, when I listened to that book last year, was amazing because it opened my eyes to describe a lot of the very unseen, underappreciated, unpaid work of women all around the world. So they talked about domestic duties, raising children, uh, being carers, um, a lot of the emotional things that women traditionally are doing at the moment have done in the past. It really opened my eyes that because they ain't getting paid for it, but it's very valuable. And this is the thing, when you start to dig into the stuff, you start to understand, and I understand that so much of what we do that is really valuable, we do for free. Friendship is free. Being a parent is free. And yet it's immensely valuable and very important. So that will hopefully make you think, well, okay, so what do I charge? What do I do for free? Well, Daniel Priestley can help you with the ecosystem, definitely. That will help with that. But the fourth thing is it's all relative to where you're at on your journey. That sounds a bit cheesy, but it's true. The way I think about money and pricing now is has been informed by these excellent recommendations that I've given you. But it's very different now to even last year, even six months ago, you will evolve and you will change and you'll feel more comfortable and more confident the longer you go. So that's really good news. If nobody's ever told you that it gets easier, it gets better. You're like, yeah, I am. I think I know what I'm doing here. When I first started, I'll let you into a secret. I didn't know. I was totally unsure. I just, I had skills and I wanted to help people and I could do very valuable things. But how it all fit together wasn't too short, so I gave a lot of stuff away for free, and that can be very valuable. So here's some things to help you with that, some tangible stuff. Right, first of all, are you comfortable at the moment with exchanging time for money, right? Do you say, okay, I have this uh, daily rate, I have this hourly rate, I have um, this amount, you know, for a lot of people like graphic designers and people like that, um, that can work really well, you know, say so this much per hour, and I, know I have subcontractors I work with, and they're great like that, and they charge a certain amount per hour. Um, and that can be really helpful because you can you can clearly work with those figures, can't you? You say, right, I don't know, charge £100 an hour and I'm working and get six hours a day and five days a week. All right, that's starting to look really healthy. But again, that might not suit your services or your products. You know, people talk about um, billing <laughs> by outcome, getting paid on the results. Again, this is where it's a little bit different to things like teaching, although that's creeping in a bit. You might say, well, no, I'm going to focus more on the results because if I can give people results, they'll pay for them, you know. So I will charge a higher price than I would for my hourly rate but because I'm confident I can give them these results. That's a really good one in some ways because, again, people like kind of money-back guarantees and, and they'll trust you more. They say, if I don't give you these results, you don't pay me anything. Now, again, you might be listening to this going, yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, that might terrify you. So again, choose choose where you feel comfortable, you know. I've talked a lot about value and price. And again, this is where you're at in your journey, you know, what, what you want to choose. I'm a big fan of choices, you know. So you might say, okay, we're going to compete on price. We're going to be the cheapest. We're going to be the best value. Again, you'll hear this word value all the time. You'll get sick of it. Only 50 years ago, you'd hear phrases like good or bad value. Now it just has the word value, which to me is not very helpful because it's a very subjective term. What's valuable to one person can be different, right? But you might think, okay, we're going to compete on price. In that case, great, all right. But somebody might undercut you, you know, and price is going to be very important. If you're always going to be the cheapest, you've got to uphold that, you know. And again, depending on where you're at with your business, that might not be what you can compete with in the long term. You know, what was it even Poundland? 
got disrupted by a 99p shop or something like that, you know, undercut by price. The second one is to price yourself based on the value that you offer. That's harder because, again, it's a bit less tangible. That's why hopefully these recommendations can help you. But you can always kind of like do a bit of both as well. Some things you do go on, you know, um, you say, right, we, yeah, we offer this affordable solution. But other things you might say, well, actually, no, we go for the value. For me, I never wanted to price myself um, and be cheapest. I don't know. I just didn't fit right, you know. I, I, I wanted to price for the value and go on the value. So that's what I did. You can have a bit of both, right? It's a process. It is. It's a completely, it's a process. And it's where you feel comfortable. So if you want a you know, piece of advice, it's easier to start by pricing by the hour and by the individual project because that's very manageable and very measurable. It's harder to step into that space of saying, well, I'm going to do it based on results or I'm going to do it based on the value because, again, you need to know your people, don't you? You need to know the people you're talking to. And you might have a retail business and you don't know your customers. They just buy from you. It's not appropriate to sit there and ask them questions. You need them through the shop. You need them you know, through the website. So, again, it's just about thinking, all right, where am I today? And could I use some of the stuff to take myself a bit further forward? If you want to know the place I'd start, I'd start with your money blueprint because it, it might need upgrading and changing. It's very exciting, by the way, when you start to say, hey, hey, I can make as much money as I want. It's pretty cool. The last thing I'd say um, is you've got some you know, books to check out and some articles and you think, where, where am I on my journey? Building trust and knowing your customers and your clients and your people is so important. I'm in business because I love helping people and I love building relationships and giving you know, solutions, really. I was saying to Rachel, who gave me this topic suggestion, I love creating solutions that people can access when I'm not there, <laughs> you know, like podcasts and books and courses and, and things like that. So that's how I know that, you know, I'm in the right place. But I wrote a blog um, on how to build trust and why it's so important. Um, so I'll put it in the show notes. If you think, yeah, I want people to trust me, I want to be credible, I want to, you know, people to... Because if they trust you, right, again, I'll let into another inside secret. You don't have to sell to people because <laughs> I know you're not trying to just shaft them or they're ju- you're just trying to do right by them. You know, and depending on the kind of person you are, that might sit with you and you think, yeah, that's me. You might think I don't really care about that. It's up to you. It's your choice, isn't it? But if you take the time to build the trust with the people, they start coming to you. They ask you for recommendations. They will ask your advice. You'll know. You'll know. You'll even have people say things like, you don't need to sell to me. I had somebody say that to me once. It was amazing. So if you want some help building that trust, you think, I don't actually know what to do. What do I say? How do we do it? Do we do social media? Do we have meetings? What do we do? I've written a whole blog and it's got like six different things you can check out. So hopefully that can help you. But knowing your customers just means knowing your people. I really think about this a lot. And if you look at, for example, like online businesses and they talk about metrics and data, and you've got all this AI and automation and, and click rates and numbers and conversions. All that basically is, is um, the numbers of people that have bought from you or that are interested in your services that are on your radar. But behind every number, there's a person. Behind every click of a button or swipe of a finger is somebody who's going, hmm, yeah, I'm going to go with her or nah, maybe not yet. So knowing who they are, and I don't just mean like knowing them by demographics and where they live and stuff like that. Knowing them as people, talking to them, to me, that's been a very, very useful and wonderful revelation, really, that there's a real life person at the end of that screen. Now, again, depending on the kind of business you got, that might not be appropriate. And you might say, well, no, that's not you know, really what we're all about. We are about these ways of thinking. But I want you to be comfortable and I want you to be confident. 
took me about two years to figure out the whole point of all these social media campaigns, marketing campaigns and things like that is to get into a room online or in person with somebody who who's makes decisions and goes, yeah, sound like we'll go with you. Sounds good. You know, and, and all that effort, if you can get there quicker to that person who's just like, think you're great. Let's go for it. Why not? So think about how can I become more comfortable and confident? And the good news is, again, just focus on doing what you're doing well and you will. You'll start to pick up that sense of momentum. You start to, well, I want to help this person. When we did that, and it just, it doesn't get harder. It gets easier because your confidence can grow, you know. You just got to nourish it a little bit. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Something a little bit different. I'm, I'm keen to keep mixing up topics and give you value. There's that phrase again, value in different ways. So hopefully if you felt a little bit unsure about price and pricing, how much to charge and things like that, it's giving you some ideas. You know, you've got some books and articles to go away and check out. I've got a blog on Bone Trust, if that helps. Think about where are you in your journey, though. And again, remember I said about if you're an employee or if you're not even in business, think about all those different ways that we think about what is actually valuable. If you're a mom or a dad, you're immensely valuable and you never get paid for it. But does that mean it's not important? Absolutely not. Same with an employee. You might not get paid for something, but does it mean it's not contributing towards the cause? Absolutely not. Think about charity work. We do that for free, don't we? How important is that? <laughs> So until we uh, we spend some time together again, thank you for choosing to spend some time with me. It's always appreciated. It's it's great to, uh, to hopefully help you a little bit. Just pick one thing, you know, one thing from today. Read a book, article, check somebody out. Just one thing, but apply it, yeah? Apply it, go in, actually check it out, and I guarantee hopefully it'll be helpful. And just as you are right now, when you're doing stuff for free, undercharging, overcharging, you're not even bothered about money, somebody loves you very, very much, just as you are. Okay. Take care and speak soon.